distance, a measure of space between A and B, not just physically, but emotionally. Isolated at home from my peers, it's no wonder that my fears of not being loved came to be. Be a good girl means be polite, be quiet. Don't take up space, don't be a hindrance, don't be honest. Smile, nod, do as you're told and look pretty. Heaven forbid you want to act out or be witty. Keep face, stand strong, maintain family honour. By locking emotions inside and don't falter. We're expected to do this without being taught how to dispel or diffuse the overwhelming torrent that swirls and tangles till all of your energy is used. We are told to do one thing, but not taught how. Unable to seek help because that's not what is done. Whilst feeling belittled by trauma or scarring than my own, it doesn't make mine less valid. I know that. But it still doesn't open doors to conversations I need to feel relieved. We are told to keep it inside, but without being taught how to survive. The pressure mounts up and threatens to spill. I don't know what to do but hold back a loud shrill. I withdraw to protect those around me from the explosion of sadness, of anger, of fear, of rejection. The spotlight dazzles. It makes me uncomfortable. Eyes landing on me fill me with distress. I'm a mess, but I can't let that show. Threats and fears loom around me and bind me into place. Tendrils creep round and push and pull and suffocate. If I completely succumb, I'm a goner. But I don't have the tools or knowledge to fight back either. The only way through I can think of is bleak. Don't feel, don't love, don't even think or speak. If I'm empty and unattached, then I can't be hurt. If I float through life without tether, I can leave on a high, before they realise how much of myself I despise. An interesting thing about mental decline is that mind over matter really does apply. There were times when I'd pass out from when my lungs forgot to breathe, or my legs would give in and I'd fall to my knees, collapsed on the ground, alone, paralysed. Nobody to help or hear my cry. Not that I could. My voice was gone too. Every muscle had frozen, unsure what to do. Only time would tell when the body would catch up. When I would learn that the numbness of the mind projected wasn't real. Just a thought. Scary. Those times when they'd be in sync for the worse, never sure if or when I'd be lifted from this curse. There's a strange sense of peace and stillness despite the risk. Slumped on the floor with no power to enlist. I'd analyse what happened to pass the time. It was almost funny. Frozen in time, ground pressed against my jaw, I lie on the floor, waiting, waiting for my limbs to thaw. There is solace here and there, when playing piano, when music's in the air. 
I let myself drift weightlessly through the tide, within a cocoon of melodies I'd hide. In plain sight, I would hide. Though this joy was just a speckle of light deep inside. Fooling others with makeup and fashion to mask my sadness, my depression. Depression. I learn the words and it builds an anchor, validity to this feeling of woe and anger. The more I learn, the more I know how to hide, wearing a mask of deception, the source of my pride. Stiff upper lip and all that jazz, sparkling dresses, cocktails and fads. A social butterfly who brought people together, all under pretense whilst braving the weather. Their stories and smiles and laughter filled my cup. And for a moment, I'd think, maybe the dark time is up. But as soon as they're gone, I'm weak, dishevelled, slumped on the floor till morning unraveled. Moments of time skip and speed by. I can't tell what happened or why I just cried. When did I get here? How did I get home? My grip on reality loosens and mingles with hallucinations of sinister forces tearing me apart. I'm on the bus, and I nearly miss my stop. Distracted by visions of myself melting and being eaten, surrounded by tar as black as night at the core of the ocean. I'm snapped back into place of the world of the mundane, having to cook, clean, sleep, then back to work again. I'd indulge in a glass or two to weather those evening storms, but held back enough not to sink further, not wanting to lose form. In time, that tar became the backdrop of my life, sinking me further day by day, and every time I'd fight my way through to witness another sunrise. Sometimes it's still... Sometimes it beckons. Sometimes it rampages into my consciousness until I let it hold me still. I wait it out, hoping it will pass, never really knowing if today will be my last. The room gets darker as the light gets absorbed. It feels pointless to fight, and I almost grow fond of it all. For years now, this had become my reality, to the point where anything else felt alien, untrustworthy. I look into the pit from the edge with my feet dangling low. It calls to me. I'm fascinated, enchanted by its glow. I imagine jumping in and feeling free, sensing the rush of excitement and pain releasing from me, only to climb out, called by responsibility, knowing others would suffer, that it wouldn't end with me. There were times where I'd look back, wanting to let go, 
let go of the edge to drop and fall into flow. How far can I take this, but still make it back? How deep can I reach before the thread snaps? I dream of sinking into the abyss, the abyss, and in a weird way I would miss it. Comforting in a distorted way, I could kiss it, but I won't. It's not where I'm supposed to be. This isn't the place where I can thrive and truly be free and be me. Why can't I be me? Why are there walls I keep blocking my way? Every day where I go, there is darkness. Every direction I take seems so pointless. If I sat here and succumbed, would they care? Would anyone care? Who does care? One, two, three, four. I count and I count till the darkness subsides. Just enough to crack open my eyes to the beauty outside and within. To the wires and cross till I win. If I were to leave now, what then? Am I proud of what I'd leave behind? This is ego talking. I know, but it works, so I'll humour it till it goes. I dig my nails into my skin until I feel something, anything, but don't want to break it. It's not enough. Forever towing the line between nothing and too far, trying to keep straight to not leave a mark or a scar. I find a sweet spot that lifts me into a trance. Numbing my mind, easing my pain, and just for a moment, peace is enhanced. But this is dangerous. Too far and I'll lose consciousness. I ease the pressure and seek a different path. <sighs> Lavender helps. Marjoram too. They diffuse in the air, relax me till my eyes soften and I drift into a slumber. It's the only way for months on end. But I know it's safer than what the sweet spot will lend. These decisions show that I'm not ready to quit. No matter how dark my inner world gets, there is a flame holding on, waiting for kindling. I make it my job to find a way with as much determination that got me here today. There is no question of whether I'll succeed only when. For if I am to live my life, it'll prove that it's possible to women and men who have darkness they need to transcend. This is my mission. It isn't the end. How long till I get there? Time will tell, my friend. That was how it felt to have depression. Every day for months at a time, over the span of 10 years. I didn't know what it was when it started, age 14, making my way through high school and working weekends at my parents' shop. Cultural pressures to exceed in my classes, reinforced with expectations set by older siblings, 
and the crushing loneliness of living in an empty house at a young age. All this teemed with undiagnosed dyslexia, which made me feel inadequate and forever lacking. There were moments of respite, but during my twenties, different pressures made way for a new wave of darkness to envelop me in. My journey continued with this this soul-sucking, all-encompassing feeling of dread and self-hate training with me, never far behind. Just to make clear, I have recovered from depression and have been in remission since 2015. It's not an easy journey, but I will share what I learned in a later episode. In the meantime, I've included links in the show notes to help those who need it more immediately. There is light. You're not alone. If you're suffering with depression, please reach out to someone you trust. Visit your GP. They can refer you to therapy or other means of recovery. You get what you put in, and I won't sugarcoat the fact that it is tough. And it is worth it. Better yet, you'll love the other side so much, you can't imagine going back. You've been listening to A Journey Shared. Written and hosted by Naomi Huang, with music by Yaisa Verona. Links to our work can be found in the show notes. Thank you for joining me today. Take care.